Hello, welcome to this podcast, Dentist Profit Playbook. My name is Dr. Harry Singh. I'm going to be your host. I'm talking about growing your facial aesthetics business. So I'm proud to speak today about internal marketing, maximizing your existing patient list. So internal marketing is used to promote your services to existing patient lists. It includes many internal marketing activities I'm going to talk about in a minute. It includes um, the use of your team members to build and grow your facial aesthetic business. I'm going to expand on the various strategies that prove successful in internal marketing to help promote your business. There. So as we mentioned, what is the definition? Internal marketing refers to promoting to your existing patient list. It is my preferred method, my first choice, if you've got existing patient list. It's gonna be in marketing terms called picking the lowest hanging fruit. So your existing patients trust you, you've got credibility and with them, they're the easiest to upsell to. So let's have a look at the various strategies and tactics that you're gonna use to uh, maximize and optimize your current patient list. Yeah. So the first thing I do, obviously this is more relevant for those dentists that have patients, is we all got a um, medical questionnaire um, when we see our patients for their appointments. What I did as a dentist, I added three questions onto every single uh, medical history form. If you've got a small, um, small questionnaire, um, then use that as well. You can add these three questions. If you don't use a small questionnaire, then um, stick this into your medical history form. So the three questions are, are you concerned about fine lines and wrinkles? Are you concerned about the loss of volume? And are you concerned about your skin complexion? So those three questions I would have on your medical history form. Are you concerned about fine lines and wrinkles? Are you concerned about the loss of volume? Are you concerned about your skin complexion? Any patient mind that ticks yes, that gives me an invitation to talk about my facial aesthetic services. Any patient that ticks no or leave it blank, I don't mention it. But what that does, it plants a seed in that patient's head. They may not be interested, but I guarantee you they've got friends and family that will be. So now it indirectly tells them that they're offering these services. So when they go back home, it, they may bring it up in conversation. It's free marketing. So if they tick yes, gives you an invitation to talk about it. And then I'll throw that. I see Mrs. Jones, you've taken your concern about fine lines and wrinkles. Tell me a little bit more. So if they tick no, I don't mention it because obviously they're not interested. But I learned this from BNI Breakfast Network International. You're not selling to that person. You're selling to that person and the people that that person knows. So following on from the medical history form, or you can have it on your smart questionnaire. What I'd recommend on a side note, um, with the smart questionnaire, we don't have um, closed questions like I've just said, are you concerned about finance wrinkles where they can only answer yes or no. Um, we have open questions. So for example, how would you rate the color of your teeth? One to 10, because if they say five or six, it gives you a leeway to say, okay, what do we need to do to bring it up to a 10? So the other thing we also have is something called a treatment menu. As we know, there's normally more than one solution to the patient's concerns or problems. 
So if they're concerned about fine lines and wrinkles, it could be anti-wrinkle treatments such as toxins. It could be dermophilus, it could be mesiotherapy, it could be microneedling, it could be skin products. So what we do on our treatment menu, so a patient is concerned with fine lines and wrinkles, on the left-hand side, we would have their concerns. So I'll list five or six commonly requested concerns or problems. Could be um, wrinkles, thin lips, loss of volume, dehydrated skin, oily skin, et cetera, et cetera. And then on the right-hand side, it's a bit like a spreadsheet. We have all the possible solutions. And what we found is patients will believe more what they've seen writing than what you tell them verbally. So I'll go down the left-hand column until I find a concern that the patient brought up. Let's say it's fine lines and wrinkles. Then I'll go across, these are all the possible solutions, Mrs. Jones. Um, by the way, I do have patients not called Mrs. Jones. Uh, Mrs. Jones, these are all the possible solutions. You will need a combination of a couple of them. We're not like over saying it's unethical something. We know the combination of treatments will give the patient the best result. Then also we have loads of before and after cases and pictures, both male and female and different age groups. So if someone's interested in lip fillers and they're 30, female, we will show them a picture of someone that's female and 30. So for our lips before and afters, we have someone in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, etc. throughout all our services we offer, anti-wrinkle treatment, um, cheek fillers, temple fillers, jawline fillers, but different age brackets. That's what the patients will relate to. Don't just have one or two before and afters. Um, if it's a 45-year-old patient and you're showing them a before and after of a 20-year-old, that's going to turn them off. They may not want to look like that. They'll have thoughts like, I don't, I'm not like that. I haven't got that support. Um, this is not the right practice for me. So in-house promotional materials next. So we have planting the seeds with those three questions. We have posters, flyers, leaflets, but we have them in strategic position. And um, you're gonna laugh in a minute. So one of them is when they're sitting in my, when they used to sit in my dental chair or couch, in their eye line would be something talking about facial aesthetics. We would have laminated in posters, posters in the toilet. Most of our patients do use our restrooms. Why not use that as a promotional material? The other thing you can do is do a lead magnet. So a lead magnet is where you give information for free in return for catching the patient's email, also known as a squeeze page, where the term comes from you're squeezing the email out from that patient. So this is quite good for lead generation where you want to build up a list because patients may not be ready straight away. So they're interested in services, they want to read about it. So it could be seven things you must know before choosing your medical practitioner. Five ways to prolong your toxin treatment. Um, five mistakes people make when having lip fillers, et cetera, et cetera. Then you PDF report, it could be, only have to be two to three pages. Patients will give you their name and email address. We used to ask for their telephone number, we had less conversions. So we just ask for their name and email address. The conversions are much higher. They get the report. Now we've got um, their name and email, and then we put them out into our CRM system, customer relationship management system. 
And that leads me nicely to my next point, newsletters. So we do educational newsletters every three months. You've got these patients' emails. You, if you're doing a lead generation or squeeze page, you're capturing the patient's emails. What are you going to do with it? So every month we will send them an educational newsletter, maybe how to look after your skin in the winter, uh, five ways to prevent premature aging, et cetera. And it just keeps, uh, keeps you top of their mind awareness. So when they are ready to take the plunge and have your aesthetic treatments, they will call you first because they keep on seeing your newsletter and you've given value to them. You can have pamper um, evenings. So what we do in our evenings, open evenings, is divided into three parts. So the first part is a mini presentation by me, no longer than five to 10 minutes maximum. And what I cover is the myths about toxin, the myths about fillers, because that's what they're thinking. You need to think of all the objections your patient could consider and think about before they go ahead with a treatment, then you want to answer those objections before they think about it. So it's not a pain call. It's um, not as expensive as you think. It's not um, a poison, it's not a toxin. You're not gonna get massive, fake, unnatural looking lips. So use that for five to 10 minutes mini presentation. Then I would do a live demo and I always pick one of my team members because they know that person. They're going to see that team member on a regular basis. They can see the results. So make sure that person you're doing the treatment on is not one, a needophobic and two, hemophilic. You don't want them to bleed to death. And the most common comment I get from patients that watch me doing a live procedure is, I don't realize how comfortable it looks and how quick it is. And we get so many conversions from that. And then the third and final part is a question and answer session. And we do that in private. I used to ask patients in front of other, their friends any questions. No one would ask any questions in front of their friends. So what I'll do is I'll retire after the live demo to the back of the clinic. And my team members will say, if you've got any questions for Dr. Harry, please let me know, I'll take you to him. So three parts, mini presentation, 10 minutes max, live demo on a team member, and when the team member, what we do is we've taken our before photos, after photos will take uh, in two weeks time, and we emailed everyone that attended that open event, the before and after, so they can see the difference. And then a private and question, private question and answer session. Next thing on internal marketing is birthday cards. Everyone has a birthday. If you're the queen in the UK, you get two birthdays a year. So we always send a birthday card and we give them a gift voucher in it. Everyone wants something special on their birthday. Gift vouchers we give them. Be wary, we did have one husband who bought some gift vouchers for his wife. And I think she divorced him or hit him because he goes, what are you saying? I need it. So just be wary of that. And the other thing we do is treat our team members. So all our team members get the treatment for free. They are walking advert. So they can walk around the clinic and I regularly refer to them when I'm talking to my patients, when patients may be considering lip fillers, they one of the objects may say, I don't want to look like uh, a duck. And I go, oh, this is my nurse, Jenny. We did a lip six months ago or three months ago, whenever you can see the results. And then Jenny will always have a before and after photos on her phone. We also have a copy of those as well to show that uh, prospective patient there. 
So there's a lot of internal marketing you can do. As I said, if you've got existing patient base, which most dentists will do, unless you open a squat private practice, you would have that existing patient. They've got the trust with you and credibility. So use that, picking the lowest hanging fruit, the least costly, the biggest return on investment. Have those three questions either on your medical history form or your smile makeover form if you have one. Have a treatment menu, various solutions to all the problems or concerns a patient may have. Different before and after pictures from different decades on different treatments. On your squeeze page, have a valuable resource that a patient would be interested in. Do your regular newsletters every three to four months. Birthday cards with birthday vouchers and open evenings treating your team. And finally, treat all your team for free. They will be the biggest return on investment. Hey, hopefully you found this useful and I look forward to sharing uh, my insights in the next podcast.